Hello, you're listening to the Secret Keepers Club podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So, so happy to have you here, as always. My name is Carly Aquilino. I am your host. We're going to get into a lot of things this week. We have some celebrity things to talk about. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my trip that I just took. And of course, we have your questions that you sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com from all of you guys listening out there. So we're going to get to those as well. And we have a lot of things going on. It's so funny. I, uh, I bumped into quite a few secret keepers out in Miami. I just got back from Miami uh, in the middle of the week last week. And you guys are just so damn cute. I swear to God, like every time I meet somebody that listens to the podcast, like you guys are the upper echelon of people that I meet. And I mean that, and I'm saying that, and you're very cute and you're very fun. And um, there was a group of girls that were staying at the hotel next to mine that I bumped into because me and my friend were about to walk, accidentally walk into their hotel. And we like caught ourselves and we're like, oh, wait, this isn't our place. Because it's so weird in Miami, all of the backs of the hotels on this strip kind of they're all on this one path. So you don't really know where you're at. And it was our first day. We had one beer um, and we bumped into some secret keepers out there. They were very cute and they were from uh, God. Where are they from? Minneapolis, I think, or just Minnesota but they're from somewhere out there. And they were like, oh, this is our first time in Miami. And I was just thinking, God, these girls pro- have probably seen some things that they never have seen before in their lives. Cause the people out in Miami are kind of, you know, they're, they're on a whole nother level, but I was kind of cracking up thinking about that. And they were so, so sweet. Um, very cute. Very, very cute. I always love meeting you guys. I always say this, but y- you gotta say hi, you just gotta, and what else? There was another, there was a few others. So hi, everyone. Um, you guys are all very cute. And, and I love that. And I love that for you. We, I got to, we didn't get into a fight, but I kind of got a little annoyed with the people at the hotel because we were like out on the beach and I ordered with the waiter that like comes out into the beach. I ordered beers. And an hour goes by, hour and a half goes by. And I'm like, I'm going to go up to, the, to this guy and, and see what the deal is with that. So I go up to him and I'm like, hi, we ordered beers before and we didn't get them. It's been like over an hour at this point. And he's like, are you sure you talked to one of the waiters? And I swear to God, the way this man really thought that I went up to just a stranger on the damn beach and said, excuse me, sir, I know you're here with your family. Can you please go get me and my friend beers? I'm like, of course the person worked here. Do you think I'm just a full-blown idiot? I swear to God. I was like, that's just about the most unprofessional thing I ever seen in my damn life. But yeah, we, we, we had two rainy days when I was there and two good days. So your girl is tan. Okay. I'm very tan and it's, it's wild that me having a tan makes me feel 1000% better. Just about anything in life. Um, something about the sun does, does a good thing for you. You get those damn vitamins, but anywho had a great trip and Oh, what one day, this is so silly, but one day when we were, uh, it was raining. So we're just in the hotel room. We're watching TV, watching the news 
this news story comes up, and I'm sure a lot of you have heard about it, about this tiger that got loose in Texas and was just walking around a neighborhood, like a big ass jungle cat was walking around this neighborhood in Texas in front of people's houses, on their lawns, all this stuff. And it was a really crazy story because the guy who illegally owned the tiger was actually, uh, he's like up on trial for murder or something, which is, the whole thing is insane. It's very Tiger King. It's giving Tiger King for sure. And I was talking to one of my friends about it. And he's like, would you pet a tiger? if you just saw one walking around and I'm like, you could not pay me to pet any type of giant animal. And listen, I love animals more than anybody, but Jesus Christ, it would just never happen. Okay. There's a reason why we, there's a reason why I live so far away from, from tigers and lions. Okay. And, and cheetahs and freaking, you know, other types of big cats. And it's because they, I don't, we're not meant to be in the same place. And I respect them enough as big animals that I would never try it. First of all, if I go to pet, if I go to pet a lion or a tiger, you know, my hand's getting bit off because that's the type of luck that I have. I would never be that person that's like, oh, what a beautiful thing. I'm going to pet it. What? Enjoy it from far away. I like to enjoy them on my phone or on my TV or my computer. There's a reason why I live in Brooklyn and these things live in in the freaking gosh darn Serengeti. Okay. And my friends like how much how much money would you pet a, a animal for that big um even if they were like trained by people and bred in captivity and all of this stuff. And I'm like I would just if it was like sedated, here's here's the thing. Here's the stipulation. I would pet one for a million dollars okay but the stipulation is if i die from petting it or if i lose a limb or something then you have to double the money and you have to give it to my family when i die because i think my mom would be pretty upset if i died and didn't secure the bag at the same time like someone's getting that cash you know if i get taken out by freaking tony the tiger i'm just kind of like when are we going to stop being shocked that big animals eat people (laughs) right (laughs) there was that crazy documentary god damn what was that documentary it came out years ago about the the uh guy who this guy swore this man swore that he had some type of special thing about him where bears weren't going to eat his ass and what happens in the last shot of that documentary this man gets gobbled up like a Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. And he said he has this special connection with these bears. I'm like, no, 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 no. They're cute. I love, I loved them. Okay. They're fluffy, but I don't want to be near them. And I'm not trying to be friends with them. You're crazy. If you think that they're not animals, even if they are bred in captivity, anywho, long story short, there was a tiger in Texas and that's insane to me. Uh, But I think they got the, I think they got the tiger what else is going on of course all over constantly in celebrity news is this ben affleck and j-lo rekindling their uh you know romance which is i understandably so it's just about the only thing that i care about but there was something that came out the other day saying that he reached out to her as a friend before they met up 
which is what I thought. I think I said this on the Patreon podcast the other day. I thought that's what it was. I thought he saw from, from afar that her and A-Rod were having some, some trouble, some problems, right? And he reached out, hey, you know that ex that reaches out to you? Hey, if you ever need anything, okay. I know what this is about. I know what this is about. Oh, oh, now you want to hear me talk about my problems? <laughs> Imagine. It's like, okay, cool. So you didn't listen to me our entire relationship, but now you're here for me if I need you. Okay. Yeah, no, I know what you're trying to do, Ben. And listen, I'm here for it. I love it. I love that they're back together, especially because I've seen this man's butt crack just on uh, like randomly in memes for the last year. I love the thought of Ben Affleck drinking so many iced coffees in front of J-Lo. J-Lo? Sis. (laughs) I just can't handle it. The whole thought, you want to know what it is? Like, I think I love, I have this like special place in my heart for people who are just kind of messy. They're just kind of messy. Their butt cracks out. They're, they're kind of just a little disheveled all the time. And that's how I feel about Ben Affleck. But this picture of them together where they're on this balcony, I don't know what balcony that they were on, but it was very Romeo and Juliet. They're standing on this balcony and you, you really can't even tell if this picture was taken in 2003 or if this picture was taken this year, because they both look amazing. But Ben Affleck had a little button down shirt on. I'm like, well, at least he's cleaning up his act a little bit, you know? God. So I think that that's what the article was saying was that, um, you know, he reached out seeing if she was okay. Mm-hmm. And what do you expect to happen? You sometimes when you go through a breakup, you want that comfort and that, you know, security of someone that you already know and all of that stuff. And, and they, it's no uh, pressure. It's just kind of like, we know each other. We've known each other for so long that, you know, it's really nothing um, that's going to put me out. So I don't know. I just really don't want my, uh, my little Ben Affleck to, I don't want my little Ben Affleck to um, get hurt because who knows what that will look like. Right. Also the fact that Ben Affleck was in every movie for like 15 years is insane. Let's see. It says they're making plans to see each other. Jennifer is very excited about how things are going with Ben. Listen, this is either going to be a forever romance where they just, they were meant to be together this whole time. And you know, sometimes that happens. You split up, you get back together and then, and then that's it for you. Maybe they were too young. It's either going to be that, which is a love story and we love to see it or it's going to be, you know, she, Ben, our baby boy, Ben is going to be, eating about 5,000 Dunkin' Donuts much munchkins a day. <laughs> but listen, I could talk about this all day. I really, and don't think I won't. And don't think I don't, because I do. Um, with my friends and just really anyone that will, that will listen. Uh, I'm really excited about something else. The, speaking of friends, the Friends reunion is coming back. I saw they were posting, they were all posting about it. It's going to be on HBO Max the end of this month. Um, and I'm excited, you know, they're not filming an episode. I wanted them to bring back the entire series, which of course they're not going to do, but God, I can't wait to see it. You know, who I love Matt LeBlanc. 
I had to pause this recording because my computer, of course, is on the fritz and I just took it to the damn Apple store and it's still not working, but it's okay. I have the emails pulled up here on my phone. So we're going to get right into these emails that you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And before we get into this, I did just want to say, um, I, you, you guys know, I never like push you to join the Patreon. I never, you know, saying stuff like that, but uh, I will say that some things are changing here. So I think that if you love the podcast, if you want more of the podcast, definitely join the Patreon because there are going to be some things that are being switched around. Obviously, I'm not going to get too deep into it right now, but I just want to kind of direct you guys into there if you end up hearing this. Um, and, and that's and that's what it is. So there's also, you know, a bonus episode on the Patreon every Wednesday or Thursday sometimes, um, and some other content of just, you know, me and, and what's going on in my little life. But you can also send in Patreon questions that are only read right on the Patreon to the same email, secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. But we're going to get into this. So this one says, at this point, my bestie's boyfriend is too nice. Uh-oh. Okay. Hey, Carly, please never stop this podcast. How else will I get through my Monday morning, sister? Side note, I don't know if you remember, but you posted an IG story saying, ask a man to name five men and he will, <laughs> he will always say Michael Jordan, which is by the way, true. And I don't know how I figured that out, but it's something that is true. And I got hundreds of people being like, oh my God, why did my boyfriend say Michael Jordan? Like, what is this? Is this some type of a psychological thing that you've created? Are you a witch? And I'm like, no, I just, anytime you ask a guy, name five men, any men, uh, he's going to say <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> um, okay. So, which my boyfriend did. And now when I refer to you, when I'm talking to him, I say the Michael Jordan girl, <laughs> which is so funny. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I'm asking for advice on how to be happy for our friend when you know what she's doing isn't what she really wants slash is good for her. To be honest, her story could be a New York Times bestseller, but I'll give you kind of the cliff notes. She was with this guy for years, lived in a home together, dog, the whole nine. They get engaged and she plans her fairy tale wedding for spring 2020. Well, he cheated, in parentheses, on words with friends. What? On words with friends, yes, the word puzzle app, and he banged someone local. Like, what the fuck? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This man banged some chick he met on words with friends when he was engaged? Stop. That's like me meeting someone on Etsy. Okay. Could you? Wait, the fact that he was so desperate to cheat, he 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 cheated on someone with words with friends. Did that just right there shows you that this man has no other options. Okay, if you're if you have to do puzzles and jumbles with people, oh my god. I swear to god, these men out here really are just so annoying sometimes. Okay. Wow. She called off the wedding with just three months to go. Exactly one month later, she met this guy on Bumble and they started dating. Things moved super fast and I don't really think she gave herself a lot of time to heal, let alone process this traumatic event. I mean, it was really messy, girl. She then cried on my couch for weeks and even to this day, a year later, she will call to vent about it, which I'm always there for her. So this new guy is really nice. I mean, like too nice. Like he has no backbone, no balls. He's just nice. And within months of dating, he started telling her and all of her friends 
that he wants to spend the rest of his life with her and wants her wants to buy her a ring, aka propose. I totally understand falling for someone so fast. And when you know, you know, type of thing. But to me, it's like he wasn't even talk, taking into consideration that she just called off an entire engagement and a fairy tale wedding a few months prior. I don't know. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And yes, he knew that every detail because she was still dealing with the ex and had to move all of her shit out of his house still. Last August, she contemplated breaking up with him, but she never did. They've been house hunting recently. Wait, they've been house hunting recently and about a month ago she asked me to get dinner and to vent and she basically told me she doesn't want to be with him she thinks about her ex and even thinks about other guys three days later she finds out that she's pregnant oh my god (laughs) no okay okay babies are always a blessing hey babies are always a blessing babies are a blessing okay babes are the bless but here we go. She wasn't sure what she wanted to do. In parentheses, she's diagnosed with a condition making it difficult to even become pregnant. And she kept telling me she doesn't want a kid, et cetera. And she basically, and he basically convinced her, well, what if you don't get pregnant ever again? And they decided to keep it. Jesus Christ. I'm not saying Jesus Christ to the fact that they decided to keep it. I'm saying Jesus Christ to the fact that his input mattered at all. Um, She told me she was probably only emotional around the time we went out to dinner because of hormones. Sister, it wasn't hormones last August when you wanted to leave him. I'm excited for her journey as a mom because I know that's something she's always wanted. I'm just having a hard time because I feel like she doesn't want to be with him because that's what she told me. And I feel like she doesn't really know this guy. It takes a few years to really, really know someone. I get that people vent about the bad stuff, but she's mentioned other things about him that she doesn't like, such as his anger slash reaction to situations and his work ethic he's nice but i get psycho vibes i don't know how else to really explain it i understand it's not my life but i'm just worried about her mental state if shit goes south especially if she has a kid am i being too judgmental i'm just having a hard time being genuinely happy for her after everything she's told me and the vibes that i get from this dude i understand people can change their minds but hey it's not my life I can't tell her what's best for her and she's not asking. How do I let go of everything I know slash think and be happy for her? Hope this makes sense. I don't, and I don't just sound like a hating judgmental bitch. I just feel like she knows right from wrong and she's ignoring it. Sorry for this whole novel. Kiss your right on the lips and blast me to Saturn. Ooh, blast me to Saturn. Um, okay. This is difficult because she's made this decision. She's going to have a kid with this guy, right? Whether, whether any of us like him or not, it's happening and we have to be there for her because we're her friend. And if, if you end up saying stuff to her when she's not asking kind of like unwarranted advice, it's not going to be good. It's going to hurt her. And she's going to probably cut you or whatever friend or whoever, uh, out of her life in some, some type of way if you are kind of just giving your two cents when it's not asked, because at this point she is in a, you know, a situation that isn't ideal for her, for her because she got pregnant by this guy that, like you said, she doesn't really know him and she wanted to break up with him in the first place. And I think right now she's just trying to deal with the cards with the hand she was dealt um, and, and do what, she possibly anything that she possibly can to make her life a little bit easier so it might seem like she's ignoring it but I think that she knows exactly um 
how difficult this is and how difficult this might of a situation this might turn out to be. But sometimes people are just like, I can't even think about it. I'll cross that bridge when I get there. And it feels like that's what she's doing because she has no other choice right now. Um, whatever happens with them in the future is what's going to happen. But for right now, all you can really do is, and girl, listen, I understand. I mean, when like I think about certain things, like my friends that have dated certain people, people that I've dated in the past that I thought I was going to be with, or that I really, really liked in the beginning. And now I just look at them and I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know? And I think, oh my God, what if I had a baby with that guy? You know? And I think of some of my friends' exes and I go, Jesus Christ, you know? But Hey, this is life. And this is, this is, very common and these things happen. So I also have friends, you know, that have kids with guys that they are not currently in a relationship with. And some of them weren't even in a relationship in the, in the first place, you know, but you make it work and and you deal with it in the way that you can. And all you can do as a friend is just be there for them. Everyone knows the deal. Everyone knows that this is not an ideal situation, but you got to be there for your friend and be excited because babies are very, very cute. And I don't think babies will ever make a relationship. Like, I don't think they're going to make these two fall more in love with each other or like, you know, fix something that was very clearly broken, but, um, they're exciting and it's, and it's cute and it's exciting to have babies and exciting to have friends that have babies. So I think you just enjoy it and, and be there for her as much as you can. But I would also, you know, give her a call and let her know, Hey, if you ever need to talk about anything, I'm here, I'm here for you. And, and I won't, um, you know, <laughs> I won't tell you really exactly how I feel, you know, <laughs> because she, she needs some people there for her too. Uh, all right, let's see this one. Okay, here we go. This one says shaking my ass outside of Ruby Tuesday. Okay. I'm here. I'm here for that. I'm here for shaking my ass outside of really any chain restaurant. Uh, I couldn't stop laughing after today's episode when you talked about leaving Yelp reviews about people leaving Yelp reviews about a Ruby Tuesday. I was a waitress at Ruby Tuesdays in college. Oh God. And one time the TripAdvisor reviews for it. Uh, I looked and I found someone left one about me. Oh my God. Screenshot included. I requested this to be written on my headstone, obviously. Hold on. Let me, let me upload the, this image here. Okay. So the, the, oh God, what is this? Okay. The, uh, woman, she put five stars. The, the title of the review was wonderful salad bar. And the review is wanted a quick, healthy dinner and their garden bar was fresh with lots of vegetables. Our server was friendly and very good. And, and it says her name, but I'm not going to put her name in just in case, you know. But here's the thing. I don't know if a salad from Ruby Tuesdays is very good, Brenda. I, I don't know if I don't know if that's even healthy. <laughs> it's certain things like if you, some sometimes I get a salad and I say, OK, this is a full you know, sometimes I get a salad and it's got bacon in it. It's got chicken in it. It's got eggs. Listen, at that point, it's, it's a full ass. It, don't even put the lettuce in. What's the lettuce even in there for? But hey, I guess you get to make your own at Ruby Tuesday. So it's different. And that is very funny. <laughs> but hey, you got, girl, you got a good review. And that's really all, the, all that matters. Um, 
love that. Yeah, I want to I want to read more. If you guys see uh, any good reviews, send them my way because you know I love that shit. I love that shit. And a few of you said please read reviews for sugar free gummy bears, which I have before, and it's very funny. And I I had ordered sugar, I had ordered gummy bears from Amazon. They were sugar free, and I looked at I looked them up like in the listing to see if it was listed in the listing. And I swear to God, the comments had me rolling. The reviews on that had me rolling. Okay, so this one says, "Girl, need your input." Okay, first off, I love you. I'll kiss you right on the lips. Unfortunately, this is not a shit crapping story, but girl, I need your input. Okay, so I've been with my boyfriend for two years, and we're planning to get engaged around two point five years. Two point five years, bitch! I swear to God, if I don't just say two and a half, I really came in like Albert Einstein at that point. When I said 2.5 years, turn the podcast off. Scratch that. We're starting from scratch. We're going back to the beginning. When I said 2.5, guys, ew. Oh, my God. I don't know why, but that's so embarrassing. Okay. So they've been together for 2.5 years. Anything, I'm like Anchorman, anything you guys write, I'm going to read it exactly. So even if there's a typo, or it's something that I shouldn't pronounce the way that I'm pronouncing it. I'm just going to do that because I don't have that part of my brain. That's like, Hey, say it this way. <laughs> I don't know why 2.5 years. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Uh, we live together in a house that we own. We have a dog and a cat that are two peas in a pod. Everyone in my family loves him. He's a true angel. I'm very thankful for my mans. We want to tie the knot because we are very compatible and we want to take the next step. I was truly put on this earth to be a mom and want to have a baby and get going on with my dream. My only problem is, will I offend my best friend who has been with her boyfriend for six years? Girl. They talk about getting engaged, but he's very lazy and not making the moves. Although he loves her tons, I know he's in it for the long run. I have a feeling that my bestie is going to be envious and sad, and I don't want her to feel that way. Should I feel bad about wanting to get engaged? What's a gal to do? He's also 28 and I'm 27. I know I hate when people write their write in and I don't know their ages, LOL. Um, no fuck, marry, kill, but a serious question. Would you rather never pee again or never have to brush your teeth again? Tough call, I know. Would you rather never pee? Hold on, wait, this question is, is, would you rather never pee again or never have to brush your teeth again? I would rather never have to brush my teeth again. I kind of don't mind peeing. I mean, peeing, like if you're in the middle of the night, it's like, oh, I have to pee. I don't really want to get out of bed right now, but whatever. Girl, girl, peeing, I'm like, ooh. I sit on the toilet and I just go, ooh. I get excited when I have to pee. I don't know. I don't mind going to pee. But hey, that's just me. You know me, I'm, I'm a funky gal. And yeah, I mean, I wish I could never brush my teeth again, but I brush my teeth uh, every freaking day every freaking day. Okay. Don't get it twisted. Anywho. So let's get into this. First of all, it's a, do not even think for one second that you should feel guilty about getting engaged or wanting to get engaged because your friend hasn't gotten engaged. It's, honestly, her man needs to shit or get off the pot. They've been together for a million years and it's, it's just about time. You're right in the sense that some guys are just lazy and they're just like, Oh, well, 
you know, I know I'm going to marry you. Why do I have to marry you right now? But to me, I think that you just need to go about your, go, go about your wedding and enjoy your wedding and don't let anything or anybody, um, you know, ruin that when the time comes, when you guys are planning it, don't feel bad about getting engaged. It's an exciting time. And if she's really, you, you know, your close friend, she's going to be so happy for you. Don't even see, we, we think about things like this and we worry about things like this when they are just not even like, it's not even a thing. It's not going to be a thing. And if it is a thing and she makes it about her, then peace, because why is she doing that? Okay. Um, let's get into it. Okay. This one says cancer ruined my bussy. Oh no. Okay. Hi Carly. I'm the gay that thought your ex was sexy and you helped me come out of the closet in Brooklyn. We remember you. I remember you. I didn't intentionally make you, I, I didn't intentionally push you out of the closet, but I accidentally did. And I feel really bad about that. Um, but I'm also happy that, you know, your mom was cool. So Okay. I wanted to say this now. I didn't realize how detailed I was about thinking that your man was smoking in my email. I think it was more that when I saw him in public, I was surprised because his face was always covered up on your social media posts. So I was like, damn, I want a piece of that ass, but he was fine. Good for you. Was he though? I have a hard time whenever I, whenever I date someone and then I'm not with them anymore, I just look at them. Like, I, I'm just like, I don't even, I don't understand. And that's no offense to any of my exes. They're all great. And they're all like, you know, obviously I was attracted to them and whatever, but I don't know what it is. Whenever I'm not with someone anymore, I'm like, eh. <laughs> Oh my God. I am such a bitch. Okay. Anyway, I'm going through a weird time right now. I'm moving back to the city next month and I'm fucking depressed because I got skin cancer. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I didn't even realize it until I went to the dermatologist and he called it out because it was as small as shit. And I thought it would be nothing girl. It was a way bigger mess. The spot was in the corner of my eye and it took them three times to cut out all the cancer, which was shocking to me because of my age. I was always covered up from the sun. They said it might be more because my genetics it's been three months and the scar goes from the middle of my brows to the end of my left eye, all, almost like an Amy Winehouse eyeliner look, but with a scar, LOL. To top it all off, the scar split and widened, so I had to go in for a scar revision today and I'm a bloody mess. This is to minimize the scar, but fuck, it looks horrible and they might have found another spot on the other side of my face. I'm waiting on the results. I just feel hideous and my skin has always been a sensitive topic for me because I went on Accutane in the past. Now I have a goddamn big scar. I feel like I can't win and that's all people will look at, especially in the gay community where having a small pore can ruin your chances for a date, LOL. What's your advice to have a hot girl summer and shake that ass in Fire Island with a Speedo on the size of dental floor? <laughs> I'm just upset every time I look in the mirror. Oh, I'm so, so sorry that this happened to you and that it's, it's an ongoing thing. Please let us know the results of when you get an update from your doctor. But listen, the, the first thing I want to say is that thank God you found it when you did right? Because it could have been a way, way bigger deal if you found it too late or if it spread or it would have been way, way bigger of a problem. So I'm glad that you found it when you did. All that's to be said, 
I understand where you're coming from. I'm not trying to be dismissive of the fact that, yeah, of course, this is your face. This is something traumatic that's happening. And it's, uh, we all feel a certain way about our faces and our hair and, and these things that it's the first thing people see. So if you have a pimple, you're like, oh my God, you know, everyone feels that way. So I a hundred percent understand that this is, is what you're feeling. And I get it. And I'm sure that I would feel the same way. Um, I, Think, well, I, I think I've said this a bunch of times before on the podcast. Actually, I'm sure I have, is that I think when people have face scars, and I'm not just saying this, I mean it. I think when somebody has a scar on their face, that is so sexy. Are you kidding me with how sexy that is? That is so freaking, first of all, it's so badass. It's so cool. It's sexy. You have character. You have a story to tell. I think that it's just about the coolest thing. Scars are not bad. You know, thing, shit happens, things happen to us in life. It, it's how we, we go about it. I remember, um, I remember when I had my surgery on my back, I had a tumor removed. For those of you that don't know, if, if you're new here, I had a tumor removed on my spine. And um, I remember being so freaking self-conscious about this damn scar, uh, uh, like on my lower back. And I was kind of like really insecure about it. And I remember just like the first guy that um, I dated after I, you know, cause it took like a year for me to really be able to get back up on my feet again and start, start doing what I was doing. But the first guy that I dated when I got back to my kind of normal life was, okay, first of all, he's saying in the subway, and no, I don't mean a subway restaurant. I mean, this man saying underground with the train, with the trains and the rats. Okay. And, you know, I don't know what it was. I, I just liked him. I was like, you know what? I haven't been out here. I've, I've been kind of like off, you know, out of whatever, out of a commission for so long. I want to date a man that that does not breathe fresh air for 18 hours a day. And that was, that was who I dated. I, <laughs> he was talented. He was talented. I don't know. I was young and he was poor and I was poor and he played guitar. So that's just how it worked. And he actually ended up going on to be like, like make it really far in that show. America's got talent, but anywho, this isn't about him. I was really insecure about him, like seeing my scar and I, nobody had ever really seen it before. And I was so paranoid about it. And can I tell you the way this man did not care? He was like, it's cool. It's cool. It tells a story. You have a story to tell, you know? And I think that that's a good way to go about it. I think you just think of it in that way where it's like, this is, this is what it is. And I'm going to deal with it. Like I'm going to try and deal with this in the most positive way. These things also, I will say they change us and it's not for the worse. It's always for the better. It's always for the better. You know, you don't realize it. Um, when it's happening, because it's kind of like the world is ending, you, you know, your world is ending. And I remember feeling that way too. I think when I had, you know, gotten sick and, and my whole life went to like a screeching halt. And I was at a, you know, 
I wasn't able to do so much. And I was seeing that everyone my age was out and doing things and having boyfriends and all of this stuff. And I'm sitting here going from being an independent woman with my own apartment and a good job that I really liked to my mom literally having to wipe my ass and give me a shower. So it was kind of like my life came to a screeching halt and I was really depressed. I was really sad about it. And at the time I was like the world, this, my, my life sucks and the, my life is over, you know, but if I hadn't gone through that, I wouldn't be at all where I am, who I am, what I am, none of it. I wouldn't know. It took my life into a completely different direction that I never would have gone down that path. Um, and it made me stronger and it made me smarter and it made me appreciate things that I, that I normally wouldn't have appreciated you know, and, and considered my, I consider myself very lucky for certain things that I probably never would have even given a second thought to now, you know, just all these years later. Um, so these things happen and, and it sucks and it's out of our control, but you have to just go, you have to get through it and you will, and you're, it's going to make you a better person and a stronger person and a smarter person. Um, it doesn't seem like it now because you're in the thick of it. Right. And you're scared and all this is so new. And these things happen like one day you're this and the next day you either find something out or something happens and your life changes. Right. But you just have to get through it. Um, and you will, and I know it. Um, but also let me see you out here in Fire Island. Okay? We will have an ass shaking competition at that point. If I see you out in Fire Island, first of all, I'm going to Fire Island this summer because, um, well, I go with my friends, but it's, it's a special one this year because it's my friend's birthday. It's a big birthday. And it's gonna be me, my friend Sarah that you guys know because she's been on the podcast before. And uh, I think 25 guys. And when I tell you the outfits I'm bringing are insane. And when you guys see them, you are going to turn your phone off because you're going to be like, that's enough internet for today. The way that I have a purple zebra matching flare pants and, and, and halter top and, and a cowboy hat. Okay, I'm going to need you to know that that week that I'm going to be away in Fire Island, nobody look at my Instagram. Nobody look at my Instagram because it's going to be a lot of glitter and there's going to be a lot of jealousy festering. Okay, but I think that if anything, it makes you stand out in, in a good way, in the best way. You have a great story to tell. And if someone doesn't like you for something so um, just so silly, like, oh, you have a scar. Well, you want to know who else has a scar on his face? Tom Hardy, who's just about the hottest guy I've ever fucking seen in my life. And he wouldn't be that hot if he didn't have the damn scar. I love that man. So anyone who's going to judge you on it is a loser anyway, and they don't deserve that bussy. And that's how I feel about it. Please let us know. Please let us know what uh, happens when you hear back. I hope you're all good. Okay, let's get into this one. This one says, don't backtrack on dicks and run when you see the red flags. Hey, tat it on my ass, as, as our one and only sacred Cardi B says. 
tatted on my ass. Don't backtrack on dicks when you run. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Don't backtrack on dicks and run when you see red flags. Put that on my tombstone, you guys. Hey, Carly, Robert, and Stanley, I love you all so much and wish I could kiss you right on the lips, but I'll tell you this horrific story instead and warn other secret keepers never to backtrack on dicks. Okay. I'm 28 years old and recently got dumped by the man I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with. We were together for four years. We lived together two of those years. And about a month ago, he decided he was my, he was no longer, I'm sorry, I was no longer his quote unquote forever person gag. This breakup has been harder on me than all the others because on paper, everything was perfect. So it's been extra difficult to put myself out there, but I'm, and I'm still really heartbroken and sad and insecure after my breakup and not really ready to dive into the dating pool. Fast forward to me trying to get my groove back by throwing that ass in low cut jeans with my G string hanging out at the bars. Okay. I love that thongs hanging out is becoming a trend again. A lot of you are probably too young to remember the, the first time around, but Jesus Christ. Okay. Jesus Christ. And if I didn't wear tidy whities and granny panties, it would be over for you. Okay. But I need a control top when I'm wearing underwears. I need my underwear to go about to, uh, right above my belly button. Okay, but if I if I choose to wear a thong one day, it's over for all of you. And I'll tell you that much right now. Also low cut jeans, imagine. Okay. So she was she had her G-string hanging out at the bars. Fully vaccinated bitch, don't worry. And I run into my old fuck buddy from 5 years ago. We'll call him John. Backstory on us, he was my roommate's boyfriend's roommate, so naturally we became fuck buddies. Back in the day when we were banging, John was really clean, kept his room tidy, had a bath mat. Oh, it probably wasn't his bath mat. And definitely had a towel for me whenever I showered there. Always good. Okay. Anyway, I run into this doucher at the bar and our old mutual friends tells me that he saw my ex at a coffee shop with a girl and I instantly decided I was going to fuck John again. Uh, life is too short to not, to not be petty when you're heartbroken, right? I made this mistake of going back to John's place when my perfect, clean, cute house was more than worthy, but I was drunk. We get there and it's your typical messy boy's house. Then we go to his room and I swear I felt like I came over to bang a 16-year-old boy. Clothes were scattered all over the floor. Oh, no, I have a feeling this is going to be bad. <laughs> Okay, clothes were scattered all over the floor, old cups on his desk, and not only was his mattress on the ground, he makes enough money to buy a cheap bed frame. Uh, he didn't even have a comforter. What? Oh. <laughs> what did he use? Newspaper? The way this man didn't have a comforter and lit. This is the thing. If my house is out of, if my house is not clean and put together, I will, nobody's coming here. That's it. We all have things where you, you know, sometimes shit happens where you're just like, holy shit, my house is like a mess. I just, you come in one day and you're like, oh my God, things are everywhere. It accumulates over a couple of days and somehow your house becomes a mess. I would not let another single soul into my home if my shit was not tight. Okay. And men, they're just like, yeah, no, come over. This is the pile of clothes I sleep on. And, and this, I mean, come on, what are you doing? The fact that it doesn't even like register in their head that this would not be, this would not be a place to bring a girl home to. 
No, I am so done. If you didn't march, if you didn't do a pivot and march out the door, sister, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. Okay. If someone doesn't have a comforter, <laughs> shut up. I can't. No. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Okay. Let me get back to, <laughs> let me get back to, uh, okay. Then I had to pee. Oh no. The bathroom was fucking horrific, Carly. Again, with the clothes and shit all over the floor, no bath mat, the goddamn toilet paper roll wasn't even in the holder an empty one was in the holder and half empty one was sitting on the scummy counter. I don't understand how this man even brushes his teeth because there was so much toothpaste on the sink and on the mirror that I couldn't even see myself (laughs) we had sex anyway girl I swear (laughs) not you had sex anyway The fact you had sex with a man with no sheets. This man had no sheets and you couldn't even see your reflection in the mirror. Maybe that's why you had sex with him. Because you couldn't look yourself in the eyes in that bathroom and say, girl, what are we doing here? (laughs) Shut up. Oh my God. Okay. We had sex anyways because I'm a weak ass bitch and it was actually good. So no regrets on that, I guess. Yes, regrets. (laughs) Have I taught you guys nothing? (laughs) But I knew I needed an escape plan for the morning. I wake up at like 6 a.m. looking for my clothes, phone, purse, et cetera. And me thinking my phone is in my purse, I quietly whisper to my Apple watch like a dumbass, find my iPhone. And she yells back, do you want me to make a sound? Which wakes him up and he tells me to get back in bed. I do lay there for a second contemplating my life and all the bad decisions I've made. Then I make my second run for it. I find my things, call an Uber and get the fuck out of there without saying a word. Moral of the story, fucking a stranger will more likely lead you to a clean bathroom with a bath mat then your douche ex will <laughs> and in the off chance that you do backtrack on the deed go the fuck home uber will pick you up at 4 a.m i promise it's worth it thank you for hopefully reading this and i'm glad i saved you the trouble of stealing my ex-mans because he sucked many peace and blessings to my crocs queen and her little princes oh my god <laughs> girl the way that you the way that that was just a full oh my god you knew beforehand that this was not a good idea but hey if the sex was good I mean I guess if you're just like trying to hook up with somebody then whatever but still we deserve we deserve a comforter okay it's not much to ask for If I'm in your bathroom and you don't have a bath mat, you are the worst person I've ever known. And you don't deserve it. You just don't deserve to have sex with me. It's as simple as that. If you don't have a comforter, if your bed is on the floor, first of all, the the bed is on the floor and you don't have a comforter. What does this man buy? Anything? He's got no, take him to home goods. I can't with that. No, that I can't. 
Cause they will really just do that. They will really just say, I'm going to bed. And then they'll kneel down on the floor and roll right into their bed. That's on the floor. And, and it will not affect them. It will just be their regular nighttime routine. A part of their nighttime routine is, is, is kneeling and, and rolling into their, into their bed. No, but it's okay. I mean, whatever happened, happened. It's, it's this JLo and Ben Affleck thing all over again. <laughs> okay. This is a shit crappens. Ooh. Okay. We're going to, we're going to end the episode this week. Strong, uh, Carly girl, your worst nightmare was my reality. I was a bridesmaid in high school in my high school boyfriend's sister's wedding, your high school boyfriend, sister's wedding a couple of years ago. Yes, I know. I can't even either. If you've been a bridesmaid, you know that you barely eat all day and it's exhausting as hell. I survived the ceremony and the speeches. Once dinner was served, I was ravenous. I ate my salad and the main course. It wasn't impressive, but I hadn't eaten all day. So I devoured it. I was eating and talking with my current boyfriend. And all of a sudden I start sweating cannot stop sweating. I went into the dressing room where all of the bridesmaids know where all of the bridesmaids got ready, found a blow dryer because the sweat was showing through my dress. I tried to dry it, but I kept sweating more. So I finally gave up. Finally, I went into the bathroom, instant diarrhea. (laughs) I go out and find my boyfriend and tell him that we need to leave immediately. I said bye bye to the bride and groom. They were shit faced. I don't think they remember this day at all. Honestly, I walked like 20 feet away from the venue to wait for our ride home. And I barfed my guts up in an Ulta bag five times, threw up in a plastic trash can. So sorry to whoever cleaned or smelled that it was food poisoning, severe food poisoning that I got from a wedding that I didn't even want to go to, let alone be involved in side note. I didn't go to her bachelorette party because I had mono. Yes, mono at 27 years old. If that's not the universe warning me about this, then I don't know what is. Anyway, we finally get back to my house. Oh, God. And I get in the shower all ready for bed. Um, My stomach was still killing me, but I fell asleep, a deep sleep, like deeper than the depths of the ocean, apparently, because no, you did not shit in your bed. (laughs) Girl, if I'm about to read this, no. Oh. I woke up in the morning with shit. <laughs> she shit in her bed. She shit in her bed. Okay. Okay. With shit all over me. It smelled so fucking bad. <laughs> and it was seeping in every crevice of my body. Um, here's the absolute kicker. My boyfriend was asleep right next to me when I shit in the bed. Luckily, it somehow didn't get on him. I started sobbing and woke him up and I said, I pooped in the bed. <laughs> and I continued to cry. Stop. No. No, I can't. No. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who's in the bed? I continued to try. I continued to cry. The embarrassment was real. Anyway, he didn't really care. (laughs) He was mostly confused at why I woke him up sobbing and smelling like roadkill on a Saturday morning. And yes, we're still together. We bought a house last year. He does bring it up every so often, but it's fine because he shit his pants a couple weeks ago. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is honestly relationship goals. You guys both shit your pants. Okay. Oh, girl, I can't even breathe with this. Um, we bought a house last year. He he shit his pants a couple weeks ago in our dining room chair. The couple that shits together stays together. Maybe, who knows? Sorry, this is so long. I couldn't spare any details from the chaos that is my life. 10 out of 10 would be your bestie IRL. Love you and your little fur balls. XOXO. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. That is my worst nightmare. See, you guys know me too well because that happening in front of a guy, like, of course you cried. Of course you cried. I would probably have to kill him. Here's what I would do. I would kill that man in his sleep. I don't care how much I love him. I don't care how much I love him, but he could never know. So I would have to kill him and I would have to murder him. That's it. There's no other option. If if that ever happens, my my husband, boyfriend, fiance, whatever, he's dead. He's a dead man at that point. Because I don't want that vision of, of me in your head for the rest of your life. But I give you so much credit. Hey, that says a lot about you, the, how much you love him and how much he loves you, right? Wow, what a good relationship you guys are in. Um, I love that. You know, keep it coming with those stories, you guys. You, you already know that I love them. Um, so we didn't get any fuck, marry, kills from this from these emails. But I think we're going to do, let's, let's just make one up, right? First of all, my computer still isn't working. My computer still is not working, um, which is always fun. But, okay, I think we're going to do, should we do, you know what? Okay. Okay. Let's do foods, but I think we should do like healthy foods. So it'll be like, okay, um, salads. We never do healthy ones. I feel like it's always like chicken fingers, French fries, onion rings. Actually, that's the one we're doing. Okay, chicken fingers, french fries, onion rings. Stop. No, it's too hard. Okay, okay. We're, here's the thing. Don't ever sleep on onion rings, you fucking crazy person. If, if there's onion rings on a menu and you're not ordering them, what are you even doing then? Because why are you here at this table? Why are you here at this restaurant? I love onion rings. I absolutely love them. And I'm going to marry onion rings. Don't, don't shoot the messenger, but it has to happen. You want to know why? Because they're just as good as everything else. And they're the most slept on. So it's kind of like being with some like, okay. So for me, it would kind of be like marrying a guy that maybe other people don't think he's, he's like the hottest thing in the world, but you know, all, you know that he's cool and he's smart and he's like, he got all these different things going on and he, he lays down the pipe. Okay. That's what it is. It's a low key hottie and we live for that. So marrying onion rings. And now I have to kill one, which is really, really hard. Okay. I think that Here's the thing. I would kill myself before I kill French fries. So I guess I'm fucking French fries. Um, and then I guess I'll, 
And then that means I have to kill chicken fingers, which I'm okay. I'm not the happiest about it because I do really like chicken fingers. But at this point, I can't kill French fries. So you got to go, chicky things. Sorry about it. Um, I like chicken fingers. I like dipping. You guys know anything I can dip, I really enjoy eating. I don't care what it is and I don't care what I'm dipping it in. If I can physically dip something into something else and then eat it, it's double the fun for me. So I enjoy that very much. So that's why I really like chicken fingers. But I'm going to say you got to fuck fries because they're fries. And we're going to kill chicken fingers. And I'm sorry, maybe a healthy fuck, marry, kill doesn't exist in this world and, and on this podcast. But anywho, I hope you guys are having a great day. I hope you have a great week ahead of you. And we will see you next week. Like I said, if you can join the Patreon, please consider it um, because some things are going to be changing around here. It's a dollar a month and you get all of the Secret Keepers Club content. So we're talking about that. And what else? I just hope you guys have a great week. And that's that's the episode. (laughs) All right, bye.